All right, welcome back to another time <laughs> listen to 90s music. We are back. We are back. Scott, how you doing, my brother? All right, how everybody doing, man? Get ready to get on this talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stacy, how you doing, sweetheart? I'm I'm doing well. I woke up this morning. I can't complain. You read my Bible today. Uh, you know, I made word. it second, right. I made it up to second Samuel. So, you know, we're getting there. Okay, you, get, you got you got past most of the contradictions so far. Yeah, like so. I'm getting I'm getting close. You know, just every, you know, read a little bit more every day. Just get closer and closer. I'm doing I'm doing well. You read the King James version, or? Um, I don't read King James, so like, like that's a whole other topic about me and my Bible study. But the very short version is is that on the U version or the Bible app that everybody probably has on a phone that they don't use or has deleted because they wanted to get some other stuff on there. Um, there's the NLT, the New Living <laughs> Translation. So I read that, like, because that's that really broken down version of it and then but the niv new international version those are the bobby bibles that i actually own uh, so oh. and then but i do look at comparisons between all the translations and um if you want to follow stacy reads the bible feel free to um you can find me on tiktok on instagram or on pinterest and read that's Stacey a real Reed. that's a real uh, uh that's real. like you have a logo and everything like it's a real thing <laughs> so bible is a real thing um that i started a couple months ago is just as i was going through this journey and just my some things are just my takes on what i just read um like you read something <laughs> to be like abraham died at 880 years old and i'm thinking like well of course he did what else could he do he was 880 <laughs> years old yeah, he didn't seen it all twice. He didn't seen it all. I ain't never left him too. Do all he had, like, of course he did. Like I would, I was hoping he wasn't in the next chapter because this man has been around like a really long time. So, but anywho, that's me in the Bible. But moving forward to the secular music, right? Yeah. Uh, so we let's get into it. The 50th years of hip hop Grammy celebration celebration um, happened. I want to talk about, I mean, it's so, like, I got like 16 different things over here to There's talk so about. There's so much stuff that happened with that. Like, it, that you know the things that weren't in it first and then go into the performances. Cause I went to okay. my hammer. Okay. Like, who wasn't there? Yeah, well, who wasn't there or who we would have, should have thought had been there. And then we're going to performance. I got was it. shocked. I was shocked that I didn't see Snoop. Yeah, a little bit. Now, I, I have, I have, I think Snoop was supposed to be in the ACOM performance. But that's another when we get to Acon. we'll get to that because that's well, like, that, that, that's the crater of the show. This one of the things that Daryl mentioned like yesterday was it earlier today or like yesterday he was like he was like Acon and I'm like I haven't watched yet I don't know yeah, yeah, whole I, set. <laughs> yeah literally just finished watching before we hit like and that's normally what I do I'll finish watching something right before we start so it is fresh in my mind. <laughs> Uh, so but, people that uh, weren't there, Snoop wasn't there. Hammer comes out with the thing you put up. Did you put that up, Stacey, in the group? Or who put yeah, that no, up? Yeah, no, somebody else had I, posted I just, it. I put it in there. Yeah, so he put it in the group, but then I went and actually looked at what he said. So it was like a thing about like why Hammer wasn't there. And, ha and then so they found like this interview, I guess he had done with TMZ uh, in November. And essentially Hammer was like, yeah, I've been invited to all that shit. I ain't going. Like, and it just kind of was like the industry is fake and I'm just not doing that. And that's a real place though, because it's like we you expect Hammer to be there, right? Because we know the contribution that he made to hip hop, period. We know how many uh thuggish hip hop artists are terrified of him. We know these things. But 
we've also seen how people have treated him over the years, right? Like that, even though people, you know, ain't nobody gonna run up on him, but he becomes this joke. He becomes a punchline. And it's like, if you can't respect what he's done, um, the, the, his ability to cross over so that y'all are able to do that now, I don't fuck with y'all neither. Like when I was broke, where's y'all niggas at? I mean, I mean, I'm talking about not just the thug cats, Regular conscious cats. It was like a list of people that dissed yeah. him over the years. Like, like yeah. everybody, and, was, everybody was dissing him, <laughs> and they have all apologized. Damn, like that's that. It all like there are plenty of uh, plenty. There's so much footage of people discussing. I tried to say this about Hammer, and then he rolled up on me <laughs> and yeah. told me to that it, he don't play that. And like, and so there's the too many stories that? for none of them to be true. You know, it's interesting. I thought about when he said like all the fakeness around him. Hammer's not featured on anybody else's song. Think about like of all hip hop, everybody's been featured on somebody's stuff or all these different, you know, cross populating with their music. Hammer's the only artist I can remember or who's featured on Hammer even. The only thing Hammer did a feature on was that West Coast All Stars. <laughs> right, but that was a that was, that's a conglomeration. So, wait a minute. Uh, Street Fighter soundtrack, straight to my feet. It's Hammer and Dion on there. So oh, like we talk about people that have been at the show. That's what right, I'm saying. saying. So like yeah, uh, but okay, Hammer do a song with Too Short, you know, and Too Short they from the same place. They're from the same place. So yeah, what Hammer says, he says, you ain't heard me go to none of these hip hop fiftieth, and just for the record, I got invited to everyone. <laughs> but I don't have the patience for the fakeness. I'm really 60 years old, so I can't really get with the fakeness of it all now. Know what I'm saying? I can I can do it with a young cat, but I can't come around old cats that's just going to be pretending. And that's a real place. Mm -hmm. That's real. Like, if my whole entire career, if everything that I've ever done, you've had something negative to say about it, you've took me as a joke or whatever, right? Like, why do you want me here now? You didn't respect me when I was doing it. And yeah. so, like I said, the idea, like you said, with the younger cats, like, he, you know, being around them, they don't know the, the drama in the history. Right. So if they're <laughs> going to show him any respect or any love, it's genuine versus somebody that was around back then. And you was talking that shit. So <laughs> Hammer like, oh, y'all going to hit me because Puff can't come. <laughs> <laughs> That is OG, OG shiny suit. <laughs> right. So right. so with that though, so with the people that that you think about who weren't there. Um, so like yeah, Snoop wasn't there. I think I read something the other day about uh, uh Andre 3000 mentioned something about why he was he wasn't gonna go, but uh big yeah, we boy wasn't gonna be there. <laughs> so big boy wasn't there either. Um but with the I think big boy didn't do it because Dre didn't do it probably because it probably Possibly. I think he's like if Dre ain't gonna go, I'm not gonna go. Quite possible, it's quite possible, but with the so with ladies first, right? Spin is DJing, we're salt and pepper, they beef him, right? Always, always. Oh, because the, I mean, which is kind of messed up if you read into the beef. They basically say that she's not a member of salt and pepper, she's a hired, hired person. Well, I remember when they finally, when they got their money from Herbie, I remember when they finally got their money, and then Spin was kind of like, Where's my money at? and they're like, Well. This isn't your money, though. Like you weren't there for that. <laughs> you weren't there for this. Like this is money that Herbie owed us. So I and I think that was like that initial mm. problem. And it's just it, they just have never 
they haven't fixed it. And I guess that's just when I saw uh, Spinderella come up, I knew they weren't there. Right. So yeah, spin there and no salt and pepper. Or um just some of the other women. I mean, like don't get me wrong. So you had you start off with Moni Love and Queen Latifah, right? Great. Um, then uh Shara. So you got all of the, the throwback acts, right? I would like to see Oak Town 357, that'd have been dope. But do you get Oak Town 357 and you don't get hammer? No. Nah. Nope. You can't get one or the other. Um, but where was like Hell, where was the little Kims? The Foxy. Where was the little Kims? Where was the Foxy? Remy Ma was there. So it was a Stacey. That's the problem. Huh? She can't hear. She can't perform. Yeah. Well, so okay, so fine. No Foxy, but was Missy there? Missy wasn't there either. Missy wasn't there either. But I feel like Missy is like, look, y'all, I have tributed it out. I have done all of the tributes. And I just did so, the Rock and Hall of Fame, just like, yeah, a like so yeah. if she is if she sits this one out, okay. Cool. Like she's been to all the other ones and she's gotten her own honors. But um, yeah, Remy Ma was odd to me. Like it just because uh, depending, like basically based on who had just went. And then all of a sudden it's like Remy Ma, and it's like, oh, uh, okay. And then Lotto, okay. Um, I think they're trying to bridge the gap between. Well, I mean, I guess it would and I good. and I get that, but I'd rather I also, do Lean Back. I'd rather had her do a verse from Lean Back than All the Way Up. That like part. That and I actually wrote a question mark next to All the Way Up, and I was like, why this song? There were a lot of song choices. That yes. happened during this uh, this uh, event that I questioned. Like, why did you grab that song rather than this the song? Other million songs. The other million songs you could pick. Like, how did you come up with this one? It's like legit, like Bone coming out and performing, and them doing what's that song? Ghetto Cowboy or something? Yeah, yeah. or No Surrender. Like, they right? Did, uh, like, 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 come out, do Mr. Bill Collector. So. <laughs> right. I'm just like, like, okay, I like this song, but this the album track, homie. Like, <laughs> why would you play this? So yeah, those people, um, I definitely thought should have been I'm there. I love this performance though. Also, put I put no Drake. At one point, I wrote no Drake. Right, I wrote no Drake, the and Drake I mean, like, maybe Drake wouldn't have been there, though, or whatever, dude. but. Like, yeah, you know, you, you weren't going to get a Drake, you weren't going to get a Jay-Z, you weren't going to get a Lil Wayne. But to that point, where was Cash Money? Oh, yeah, I, I was thinking, I, I thought I was going to get a Juvie, like a back that ass up or something. Yeah. Right. No Cash Money at all? No No Limit? And you and you did, and you do a dedication to the South, there's No No Limit. Nobody from No Limit. P ain't there. Nobody is there. But Boosie, right? though. But Boosie is there. Boosie was there. <laughs> And he seemed like he was super like he was the that was his first yeah yeah Boosie was performing wipe me down on CBS no but <laughs> shout out to Uncle Luke that was the that was my shock of the night as I posted on my news feed I am so happy that so earlier today I had to go downstairs to my leasing office and I threw a little sports bra on and my little jacket and I went downstairs <clears throat> still had it on. I'm thankful that I had this sports bra on when Uncle Luke came out because I did get up and I started dancing. And I didn't even realize I was dancing until I my arm started getting tired with me just trying to do all of that. And I thought to myself, I am so happy I had this bra on because there could have been casualties. People 
if I didn't have this bra on while I was dancing to Luke. So Luke comes out. Luke does scarred. I want to rock. And I'm just losing my freaking mind, like as he's doing it. And, and he's and he's if you notice, he's smiling because he's finna, he's accidentally finna perform the real version. If you notice, he was like, oh snap, that's not what you're supposed to, you're supposed to be. I'm saying hey, hey, and hey. Not head more, head more. Right, right. It, it so. shake the titties. It, I don't even know what he. I don't even know what he. What did he replace it with? Shake them things. Shake them things. Yeah, shake them yeah. things. So it's, it's always a shake them things. The radio. So the radio. Them things was the was the default word for pussy titties or anything that you had on your body. Things, things, <laughs> or that thing. There was the difference. Things, things. Like that was that was it. Um, well, let's go back, let's go back to the uh, the women. Let's start with ladies first, and we're gonna talk about the right. uh, the performance. Go to ladies. Start ladies first, Stacey. Ladies first. So you come out. You got Cinderella's DJing. Start off with Moni Love and Queen Latifah doing ladies first. Amazing way to begin, right? Mm -hmm. Perfect way to begin. If you're gonna start off from these two women, I'm on it, right? Like so, everybody's all in. It's it's great and. It's like you're just sitting there like, man, I'm just really, you know, just grooving with it. The Shy Rock comes out and then Roxanne Shantae comes out and then JJ Fad and we're here to rock and I'm loving it. And then MC Light, who was going to get that check because not only did she perform, she also was emceeing. So MC Light is going to get that MC check. Okay. Understand, y'all. Oh, y'all hosting something? Do you need you need some? You need my voice. You need my voice. You need my voice, right? Okay, cool. Like that's what y'all calling for. So and she does cha cha cha. Like I immediately call my best friend Samantha because that is her shit. I'm like, hey, did you watch the Grammy? She's like, short sure, fuck did. Like she already knew that <laughs> she like so she had already seen MC like so I'm on a total high, right? Like I'm living it, and then Remy Ma comes out and does her verse from all the way up, and then it's like, okay, so. That's odd. Like I said, the verse, at least, like, or just the, the, the song selection. That's odd. But OK. And then um, Lotto comes out after her and does her song. Right. And it's like, OK, cool. Like, you know, rip me out. You know, what's the what rip me out the plastic? Out I'm the plastic. Green <laughs> or what the uh, what the old lady say? Take me off the plastic. I'm about to act a fool. Like, so that's like, that's it. So she comes out doing that. And then Queen Latifah comes back out and does you and I T Y. No, we missed it. Oh, no, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. You're right. And Keep then me. like and asked the amazing question that we, you know, like who you calling a bitch? And then I laughed because I thought to myself that Lotto had just said bitch seven times in her <laughs> rhyme before Queen Latifah had come out. But she I will say this, Lotto seemed like she enjoyed the night. It's her being young. Lotto <laughs> had the two people that the, had the time of their life. Three. Okay, so it's great. One, Lotto. Two is Nelly. Oh, uh, yeah. Nelly kicked it. Nelly kicked it. And you want to know why he kicked it? Because we had to listen to all this music. Exactly. So, and like, and then I was going to get to that in a little bit of some of the things that he was jamming to. And I'm like, people will never understand, like, why for St. Louis music wasn't segregated like that. Right. Hey, to, a, to a certain extent, it is. But like down south or west coast stuff was uh, was everything to us. We knew New York stuff, right? And I mean, but they but to that point, I think there's a subculture of folks who love Wu Tang from St. Louis and others who are like, mm -hmm. "You got to be shitting me," right? But like, there's that, right? But I think that I think, but in general, with with Wu Tang's like their fan base, that's it. Like you have a subset of people who fuck with Wu Tang, and the rest of us who are like. 
one or two. That's another group that wasn't there, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang was not there. They weren't. But I think to that point with New York, everything, everything started in New York, right? And New York didn't really seem to have that much representation. They did, but they didn't. Like, Or I think the way that you maybe have thought it would have gone, because like when they do, when they go to the to the South and then they do the West Coast and then whatever Akon's thing was. And so that it was, was kind of, and it's kind of like after they did the coast, then they kind of started going everywhere with shit. But I wish they'd have done a Midwest thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, technically Akon is from St. Louis. So maybe that's what they thought that it was a Midwest thing. No, but like I said, I think like a Midwest thing would have been awesome because with Midwest, that would have got you Detroit. That would have got you yeah. Chicago. That would have got you St. Louis. Uh, right. And yeah, in Cleveland. So where was Bone? Like, I mean, there, like I said, there were a lot of people that were there, but LL gave the disclaimer at the top of the show. We could not get everybody. That's yeah. it. And again, there are some people who have done other performances and other, you know, at other award shows. Um, some people just ain't gonna come because it's the Grammys and shit. They just gonna be like, I ain't fucking with it. Um, some folks, it just may they, they may have had other uh, things going on. So I think ain't Drake on tour or something. You uh, right. him and Jake, oh, him and Jake Cole about they about to start the tour. Right. So I'm mean, saying so like not saying that Drake would have been there, but like you know somebody. Yeah, yeah Drake ain't artists. rocking with the Grammys. Either, I'm saying like so it could have been other artists that were on tour or whatever, right? And then um, like I said, they invited people. Like I mean, we know that Hammer was invited. Hammer said no, thank you. Go to hell. Damn. But I mean, also, I'll, I I kind of wish that the Grammys or some like we did this thing with it that we did a regional performance thing and then we had them recorded. So like one East Coast one where it's an hour and a half, two hour show in the fall. The spring you do one in the South. The uh, winter in in the Midwest and then the West Coast in the summer, and you had it blocked out for the whole year. Where each coast can have their each region can have their own show, but you can space it out. Whereas it's not one long ass show, but yeah. you space it out throughout the year. Yeah, that makes too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> but if Phoebe's gonna make some big money, that was four different sets of programming. You could have you rolled out every 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 uh season. I hear you. It makes too much sense. <laughs> so um, wait a minute. then they went to commercial, came back with Chloe Bailey, who likes to be scantily clad. Um, and, you know what? <laughs> and I'm not trying to hate on her with this because I this was something I I like for this for this I felt some people were overdressed for this type of occasion. Well, I well, this is what I'll say. It's Grammys, right? So in your mind, you already like okay, you gotta have a Grammy outfit, and then two, but it's the hip hop tribute. So what do you wear? So like, is it, are you overdressed? Are you underdressed? It, it's one of those, them shits where you don't know that what you should have worn. Especially because it's not like there's a, a frame of reference. There wasn't a 49th anniversary. So um, I think outfits were all over the place because people didn't know what the hell to wear. Kind of like going to the club in the 2000s. Yeah, but we all were corporate chic though. Yeah, but it was some people that were wearing ball gowns out up in there too. <laughs> yeah, there were. There were definitely a lot of sparkly sequin Kiki gowns. There were, there <laughs> definitely some sequin gowns at the club. So yeah, you just didn't know. But yeah, so Chloe like she likes to be scantily clad. I also didn't know she was from ATL, so they told me. Um, you didn't know that? You, oh, you didn't know that? 
I didn't know where they were from. Um, it, and like it never mattered per se, like, but yeah. it was like, oh, she's amazing. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so, and then I loved that they did the Andre 3000 clip from the Source Awards. Um, that was a dope you know, way to start. That. Gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that is just that clip is that needs to be in the Smithsonian. It just does, <laughs> like, because it was, like I said, the 90 every. I, I need to actually watch the 95 Source Awards. I need to find it and be able to no, watch it's, it's it. On YouTube. It's on like, yeah, and watch no, it. Because, like, every once in a while, somebody will post something from it. And I'm like, that happened that night, too. Like, you, like there are things you absolutely remember and other shit that I'm like, damn, they were there that night. So I want to yep. rewatch it. But, anywho, Jeezy comes on, put, does put on, um, got some violin players standing there. And I'm like, what the hell are these dudes doing? Just kind of doing a bobbing back and forth with a violin and then they start playing them. So the violin players didn't get really any shine because nobody knew what the fuck they was doing and you couldn't even hear them. Mm. Um, T.I. comes out, which you know about that. Uh, Bun comes out and does players his verse and players anthem, um, which was very exciting for me. And then Glorilla showed up. And then I was like, oh, and I literally wrote down, I don't know this song, but she does look like the love child of Wendy Raquel Robinson. <laughs> like you windy little girl. <laughs> you windy little girl. That's what I'm saying. Little baby Tasha Mack. Three six mafia comes well, out. Wendy, Wendy, Raquel Robinson's mama even like mm, did you have a baby on the low when you was out there filming yeah. uh, uh, certain movies? <laughs> like I remember it was in a couple of months I ain't talked to you for real. I ain't <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh so three six comes out, does stay fly. That was fun. Jermaine Debris comes out and does uh welcome to he does the welcome to Atlanta remix, but not the remix. He does his version remix. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I would have loved to see Murphy Mur- Murphy come out and and uh who else is on that? Oh well, did he can't Snoop. Did he can't perform? <laughs> he can't come. Damn, did he can't perform? So no Murph Dirt, but also Murph Dirt couldn't have been in there because it was the down south version. Yep. Boosie, wipe me down. Luda yes. could have came out with him. Yes, you're right. You're right. Luda you're right. right, right. Um, wasn't there. No, Luda no. wasn't there. No, no, no. no. But then, um, like, Boosie comes out, wipe me down. And that's what I remember asking myself where is the D9 at? Like, <laughs> that's who, not to say that black uh, fraternities and sororities need to be involved in everything. I'm not saying that. But there are definitely some songs that, like, if Boosie came out, everybody was really amped. If he, if if he'd have had a couple of fraternities and sororities strolling on stage, she would set it off. That's all I'm saying. Because everybody yeah. has a stroll to wipe me down. Yeah. Everybody got a stroll to wipe me down. So, um, but then so yeah, that happened. Some point, you, got, you, you need you need to have uh, with some other fraternities and people the 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 top ten stroll songs where universal stroll songs, not. Your organization stroll songs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's, I mean, there's a lot of them. Definitely, uh, yeah. So wipe me down, nuck if you buck. Everybody got a nuck if you buck. Um, I, I actually need to sit and think about that. That's actually a really good question. Like now, I gotta make a, a YouTube. I gotta make a reel about it. Um, uh, and then Luke comes out, crowd goes wild. They say the scarred. I want to rock. Uh, I thought the big black dude on stage with him was Trick Daddy. It was not. No, no, because he used to be in that crew, Poison Clan. Right, I totally thought it was Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy, I mean, like, it made complete sense that Trick Daddy would be out there with him, but it <laughs> wasn't. 
Um, and then uh, he gave us our mantra that I've been saying for the last 30 something years. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Um, then uh, they go to commercial. Public Enemy comes out. They did the um, and I didn't know that they were Lifetime Achievement nominees by the Grammys, which was very interesting to me. Who got who got that? That's what it was said. Like lifetime achievement nominees, public enemy. And I wrote that down so that I could like research it. But I was like, really? Mm. Right. It was like public <clears throat> enemy is a lifetime achievement nominee at the Grammys. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's just a black man that's the president head of the pre president of the Grammys now. What uh what Lil Wayne say? Shout out my nigga Gucci. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, look, hey, and if you go look up his name. Hey, he got some R&B bangers he produced too on the low low. Like I said, I ain't mad at it. Like, it, like I said, it was shocking, but hey, shout out my nigga Gucci. Like, look, hey, get, get your money. Um, so they do Don't Believe the Hype, Night of the Living uh, Base Heads, and they do Fight the Power. Uh, I would have liked them to do now. Uh, they, uh, um, uh, they, uh, they did like four or five songs. You know that, right? Well, I think well, I only I think maybe welcome I only knew the title the and, uh, they did welcome to the terror dome. Uh, oh and uh and um at the end was the last one. Maybe I only recognized three immediately. Like yeah, so like I wrote down those and like I know these, but um Yeah, that is a nice shit. But <clears throat> even with Fight the Power, like so I wrote on there, I said honestly, this song doesn't get the respect that it deserves. Like at that time it did. Um, but the fact that it's lyrically relevant today um and it's so like just even listening to him do it then and i'm just like man like this song like i'm not this huge public enemy fan or whatever right like i can't i'm not gonna lie and tell you oh y'all just used to listen to albums no i didn't but um i know the power of that song like i'm fully aware of that and i um like I said, I can't say that other people don't listen to it or haven't listened to it, but I do feel like it's a song that doesn't get the recognition that it could. Public Enemy is the only albums old heads I know before Snoop and Dre and them, because that's the, that was the second set of people that uh, old heads used to listen to. Old heads oh, love Public Enemy at first, like they love Public Enemy. Like I said, when Snoop and Dre and them came out, they had to leave all the little stuff they said about our music to the side because it was grooving. <laughs> And they was messing with that Dre production. <laughs> right. And then, wait a minute. So, speaking of Snoop and all of them, the West Coast Tribute, mm -hmm. presented by the Canadian Seth Rogen. Um, that was odd to me. Like, there were random white people thrown in from CBS. They had to do that, though. That was Like, they had to. Like, so, it was just, like, really random people. But... Um, I like MGK when he when he introduced, though. I like I did MGK. like MGK. Like, it, he, it was, it was very genuine. Yeah, it was very yeah. genuine. It was extremely <laughs> genuine, and I appreciated that. Or I laughed at the guy uh, Jelly Roll talking about. Yeah. Um, he was <laughs> he's like, yeah, they like, like, he's like, guys, his mama even told him, your brothers and sisters got you that tape. Oh, uh, the Rex in effect. Right, he's like, and his rest of the press rub shaker. He's like, and eventually they had to buy him more tapes. So they were like, if they play, if he played his damn song one more time. And that's people that understand people would wear out a song for a whole year like that. When he said, like, I spent a whole that was a real thing that somebody could wear out a song for a year like that's that. a real thing. Because I mean, if you because at that time, again, you're buying music or someone has gifted you. What's up, y'all? This is RVS. This is ROD, aka rated R. We are the We Coming For You cast, and we talk about pro wrestling from a black dude's perspective. 
tell them what they can expect on this here podcast. Oh, we're going to give you all the raw and dirty and the everything black from AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and any other wrestling in between. If you want your wrestling unfiltered, uncensored, and you want it raw, you need to subscribe to the We Come For You cast. Right here on SOLC Network. So if this is the only tape you got, this is what you're listening to. There is no other option. Like, this is my tape. So I wore that above the rim soundtrack out. Listen, like I said, the, uh, some of the, like, the the, long, the other uh, stuff I got to listen to, like, you know, my, uh, the boys, like, that's, uh, that tape, I know it backwards and forwards because that was my tape. <laughs> like, that's the tape that I had. That's a tape I could listen to. I could listen to it by myself. I didn't have to have nobody around me. So I knew every, so even to date, the ad libs, every little piece of all those songs, I know them because that's, that's all you had. So I get the idea of somebody having to finally say, all right, get him another tape, please. Something else other than that. <laughs> uh, but with the West Coast tribute, Renegade, Warren G comes out, RIP Nate Dog. And also, um, I, I always think about regulators. This is the most fantastical story. It is told in hood history. It is. It's an amazing You're story. Robbed. Song, and it <laughs> doesn't. I feel like it doesn't get credit as a storytelling song. It's an amazing it story. It is. It is. But like when people no. talk about storytelling songs, people would be like, "Oh, it's that one Biggie song." Where I'm like, "No, like." We're, regulate gives you the whole. We know exactly what the I know. Breakdown. Entire night. One night at the revenge, they went back to the freaks. Right. <laughs> I just left the gang of freaks over there on the curb. So I just got trying to get robbed out. You might have lost your Folex and a couple of your stuff, but I do got some folks over there on the curb still. If you, if you want to get yourself up out right. there, if you try to, if you just want to make yourself feel a little better, <laughs> you can do over there. But yeah, so, but what I'm really, I'm happy that they didn't try to replace Nate. That they yeah. didn't have somebody else come out and sing um, with him and replace him or whatever, like Danny Boy or some shit. I'm glad. Ty Dolla Sign. It would be the Ty Dolla Sign. Exactly who I thought they was gonna do. I exactly that's what yeah. I thought. Scott. Now, <laughs> what I am angry about as far as remix again are concerned, Looney's does I got five on it. You missed an amazing opportunity with doing a West Coast tribute and not doing the remix because you lost Drew Down, Richie Rich, Spice Fo Spice One, and E40. And you could, and E40 was there. E40 was there. <laughs> yeah, E40 was there. You could have easily done it. Now, true enough, you couldn't have done the whole damn song, right? Anybody finna sit for that. But somebody, like, out of that. So, um, but, I mean, yeah, I got five on again. Drew Down does have legal issues from time to time. So, I don't know if that was the... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, hey. That. So hey, we, we don't know where Richie Rich is. Hold on, hold on. Hey, right. Right. Like, hey, we just put everybody in there. It was like, somebody was like, hey, uh... Uh, Y'all know Drew Down just got locked up. <laughs> okay, we got. They're gonna be straight. like, okay, okay, take him off. The list. So they would have put Boosie Collins up there because that's his day. <laughs> but like I said, but E Forty was there. E Forty could have came yeah. out. Like, that's it. Um, uh, and then also, 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 before we go from uh, I got five on it, that they were doing the West Coast version. Of I got a five on. If you noticed. There's a West Coast version where they go, I got five on it, bitch. And they have to keep bleeding yeah. it out. Yep, 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 yep. And that's yep, only yep, like yep, an yep, Oakland yep. West Coast thing where they do it when they perform, you know, and they uh -huh. put that bitch behind it. They so, kept bleeding it out, though. Because I, I was like, because they can, I saw their mouths go, bitch. <laughs> I was wondering why the dancers were doing the Humpty Dance. 
The dancers were doing five like this. Like like they were doing that. And I'm like, why are they doing the Well, in the video, they do five like this too, though. It it was they them girls was doing the humpy dance. I know what I saw. <laughs> Is there Oakland? Oakland? <laughs> like I know that. And then um, Lady of Rage comes out. Um, Afro Puffs looking good. That was awesome. Yeah, and yeah. that and I and I'll say this, and I love the crowd response to that. Right, like I, one one big thing was definitely the crowd response. The old and I have at the top. The old heads are living their life, and that's when I said I said Nelly is kicking it. So there is. Definitely was a, a, a age gap that's in there, right? So I, I don't even want to say 40 and up, right? I'll give you 35 and up. So you got 35 and up, 35 and under. 35 mm -hmm. and up was living their best life. 35 and under was enjoying it. But when their people were out there, you could tell that their energy changed. Like they were more mm -hmm. like, okay, I really know this song. Um, the old heads were kind of grooving with the young folks, but like the real shit. So when YG came out, um, Tiger, Roddy Rich, and question yeah, uh, why why did he have on platform pumps like Prince? We there's a I have another costume issue in here somewhere that we'll get to. <laughs> uh, it was yeah, it was with Gunna, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, I wrote, I'm so happy that they put their names on this thing because I didn't know who none boys was. You didn't know who YG was? I didn't know who none of these was. Oh wow, okay. And I'm not ashamed of that. Nobody, no, 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 nobody that came out after 2010. <laughs> My part. I keep trying to tell y'all that. I, I keep saying that. And I don't know why do I listen to me. Um, like you kind of like so like yeah, I didn't know who they were, but I'm like okay. Then they ended. Then DJ Quick comes out and says, "I dedicate this performance to Tracy Ellis Ross." That tickled the fuck out of me. <laughs> Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, what the hell? And so I'm, but my guesstimate is, because, you know, she was him for Halloween a couple of years ago. And she, you know, basically they had the same hairstyle. <laughs> she didn't have to do much with this. With this right. All she, she, all she did legit was throw on all black and she kind of drew a little mustache on her. And then she was hey, quick. But uh, you be quick uh, hitting the jerk, though. I did. I did see Quick hit the jerk. And it's like, and like, so I'm cracking up. And I think, and the audience is loving it because it's funny as shit. Like, first off, he comes out, he mentions Tracy Ellis Ross. So people are already laughing. We're already into the performance. And then he starts doing the jerk. And it's like, listen, they up here doing the jerk. Go ahead, Quick. It's old ass. Like, go ahead, Quick. Go ahead, get up there and do the jerk. Like, there, it's like, it ain't a hating situation. It's like, this nigga up there kicking it. Yeah. But with him doing tonight, I'd have done straight out of Compton. Not straight out of Compton, born and raised in Compton. I'm sorry. Born and raised yeah. in Compton. Born and raised in Compton. I know that straight out of Compton is not a DJ Quick song before somebody in the comments says some shit. <laughs> like, she don't know her hip hop. Right. Like, no. <laughs> like, um, yeah. yeah I, it it should have been that, though. Yeah. Should, I feel like it should have been born yeah. and raised in Compton. Like, it, I mean, but. I don't I don't know if more people know tonight. I don't know. Like like sometimes I like I wonder like is it more of a popularity thing? But tonight is across more of the crossover song though too. You yeah. can go, you can go to some, some white frat boy parties. They gonna if they gonna they gonna play DJ Quick, they're gonna play tonight. You gonna hear that. Yeah. That's that. So uh yo yo, can't play with my yo yo. Uh, that is pussy. The other one's oh. like pussy they like to play too, but obviously you can't do that one on the right. uh Cypress Hill. And I rarely see them anywhere, so this was a treat. And it was actually 
I want to say in one of the like hip hop groups or something, somebody had mentioned Cypress Hill recently and was like, how come they don't get, you know, mentioned? Yeah, they, so, they're big festival acts. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, so they came out, but even with that, with the song with them doing How to Just Kill a Man, I'd have thought Insane in the Membrane. Yeah. But as they're doing How to Just Kill a Man, Chuck D is in the audience singing along. So, yeah, what do I know? I don't know shit. Um, Too Short comes out and does Blow the Whistle. Um, he'd have done better. So again, this goes into where you D9 people at because he could have done Shake That Monkey and brought some SG Rose out. So I'm saying, is all I'm saying because it is their theme song that they have come up with. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, but it's still as opposed to <laughs> Shake That Monkey, y'all let Too Short do Blow the Whistle on primetime CBS say, on a Sunday <laughs> night and ask the crowd, "What's my what's favorite, my favorite word? word?" Why they gotta say it like and, <laughs> and I think to myself about the Super Bowl and Janet Jackson's nipple and how America and its in its whole form was destroyed that day because of that point two seconds of a nipple on TV, but too short asked out, what's my favorite word? <laughs> With thousands of people in the audience screaming out. Bitch! So it's yeah, I guess I mean, I, I'm not upset at it. It's just interesting <laughs> that that was okay. And then E40 comes out. I would rather hurt sprinkle me. Yeah, did I we, wouldn't. Did, did, did we miss the, uh, Roddy Rich? Oh, Roddy Rich. I don't know what. So, like I said, I have YG, Tiger, and so Tiger did uh, Rack City. I knew that song. I didn't know that song. And then, because I was, I used to call, I used to say Slack City when I would go to Old Navy and buy all the slacks on sale. Like Slack City, bitch, Slack City. Or I got slacks on slacks on slacks. Slacks on slacks. Um, so I did, I actually did know those songs. Um, Roddy Rich, I didn't know his song, but he did perform. So, and he was before DJ Quick. And so you, so E40, Scott, I mean, I, I get, tell me where to go was a big crossover song though. Yeah, it, it it probably was. Oh, yeah, it's probably his bigger crossover song before um, "Snap Your Fingers." Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if you do "Sprinkle Me," yeah, half the crowd gonna be looking like you, all the, the forty and over is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> forty and over gonna be out there living right. their life trying to find sugar tea. They'll so be I got doing it. the little dance, <laughs> right? Um, I, mean, I, I would have loved you if you went. Uh, is I uh, is I could I say? <laughs> yeah. With the mic, I want to be that would have been that'd have been dope. Um, the I call it the conscious rap section. Um, it was kind of like the backpack, the setting. The backpack like, section, yeah. I like the backpack section, I liked it. Like, I liked that they, I liked the, the, the library that they were in. It was, I, the think, best I thought that was dope. I liked it just that I don't know who invited Jay Hood to introduce them, but what, again, I um. Q-tip wasn't there, was he? Try it. Well, no. Nope. Q-tip wasn't there. All right. No. Nope. All right. Uh, Arrested Development comes out and does Everyday People. Now, I would have done Tennessee, but Everyday People has that great call and response. So, mm -hmm. get that. I got it. Uh, old girl from Arrested Development is still hella hype. That was uh, Mishi, uh, Mishi. Yeah, still hella hype since day mm -hmm. one. And you got to love that. Cause she waiting on that game of horseshoes. <laughs> she waiting. 
<laughs> you're right. I think you're absolutely right. That is a, a game of horseshoes. Uh, Carmen does. I used to love her, um, which was great. Queen Latifah. I don't know what the song was that she did, um, but I liked it. Uh, Talib Kweli does get uh, just to get by. De La Soul comes out, and that was hard um, because we've just recently lost a member, and it's like that just sucks. Right. And I think and I wrote it then. And then I, I think I ended up writing it again later uh, when they did the actual tribute. And I was like, it's so fucked up because like it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. How many people didn't get to make it to see this 50th anniversary mm -hmm. or how many of these artists didn't make it to 50? Right. Like because most of our favorite artists right now, most of your favorite are some of my favorite rap artists are in their 50s and, yeah. or. They so close to 60. <laughs> right, or they close to 60, or they they didn't make it to 50. And so it was like, damn, that's like fucked up. And that was that uh that Dougie that Dougie Fresh set with him and D Nice. That was and all the dead rappers' names come across the screen. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. So yeah, that's I got that written down too. So that's when I said it again on my uh, when I was writing it down. But yeah, the um that Dougie Fresh thing that was depressing. Because so he's named so there's people that he names. I wrote down all the people that he was naming, but then as you're look, he's like, look at the screen, and you're seeing like this ridiculous amount of names getting like posted up there, people that we've lost, and it was like, yeah. just going through, like, like, and again, and these weren't people that died of old age. In other genres, they lose their people to old age. Mm -hmm. Like you'd be like, oh yeah, so and so just passed away. They was eighty seven years old. We'll lose somebody when they just coming out, <laughs> right? So it's like, damn. so like it was a uh, like I said. So like I said, with De La Soul, like I loved it. I loved Diggable Planets coming out. Um, it was great when they mixed in all the verses together on that. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, and then makes right because I'm sitting there trying to rap along. I'm like, wait, is that? Do I not know the words? Like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, all right, cool. We out, we out. <laughs> um, uh, far side can't keep running away. Um, but to that point, like, you, you ain't do passing me by. Like, and the uh, Lynn uh, Miguel Manuel, the guy from that did uh, mm -hmm. Hamilton, he had just talked about that song. So I'm like, oh, far side, like, and I knew that far side was going to perform. But I'm like, oh, they're going to do that. No, they did. Okay, well. All right, and then black sheep choice is yours. So, and that was a great closeout. And that's the and for this a tidbit, that's the first time black sheep has performed together since like the early nineties. Wow, hey, they got don't dude got a lawsuit against like the streaming. Or yeah, he lost it last month. He lost. Oh, okay, it. damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it but was a, it's the first time they didn't been together like on stage together since damn. back in like ninety two, ninety three. Damn, since they was yeah. hot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So they reunited for that, you know, and that and that was something I thought about even with the salt and pepper Spinderella thing. When I saw them come back together and be like, "Dang, they put it whatever they had against you that he did." It was like, "Yo, we finna do this hip hop 50. and that's what makes me think like, "Why didn't salt and pepper and Spinderella be like, you know what, we gonna do this? We gonna do this? Push it real quick. It's only thirty seconds, and we can go back to hating each other after this thirty seconds." Put these a ball jackets on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and be done with it. Oh, that is funny. Um, oh, so right before Akon, uh, this lady comes out, uh, and I said, who is this African lady trying to bring class in a bit of Wakanda? Um, so 
It was a Nigerian actress who actually like so she's actually on a TV show on CBS. Mm -hmm. Bob so, Abbasola. Um, right. And I was like, oh, okay. But then Akon comes out to share his global reach. Um this is where it hit the but this is where it hit the uh speed bump for me. <laughs> this is where it got a little confusing for me because it was like I don't think of Akon and global reach, and maybe I just don't think of him in that way. Like I, I know that there are things that he's done. I just didn't. So he comes out with Styles P. They do locked up. Let's be for real. He paid for this, y'all. Let's be for real. Let's just be for real. He paid for this segment. He, he did. probably did. He probably he paid did. for this in Acon dollars or Acon. What is it? Acoins or whatever it is called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he paid. This is a this is a deliberate thing where you can say this is a pay for play situation. There's no way you let uh, this one man do five songs in his own segment. Hey, you think he he got mad because the uh, Soul Train gave uh, T Pain uh, oh <laughs> that Legend Award? He's like, nah, oh. fuck this. Wait, oh, that I could just... be it. <laughs> that could be it. He's like, fuck oh. this. He ain't even using his real voice. <laughs> hey, the, um, the black dude from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Andre mm -hmm. Brower. Yep, like he was like the sheep. He passed away. He died. Andre Brower. I, I just got the New York uh, Times alert. Andre uh -huh. Brower, the actor who starred in Brooklyn Nine Nine and Homicide: Life on the Street, yeah. has died at sixty one. And which I remember him from uh, Get on the Bus. <laughs> so, like, well, with him, when they said Homicide: Life on the Street, you know, like. Uh, Law and Order is basically a spinoff of that. So in some of the earlier episodes of Law and Order, there are a lot of crossover episodes between Law and Order and Homicide Life on the Street. So like Detective Munch used to be in Baltimore at, uh, for Homicide Life on the Street. So that's one of Stacey's little white TV show tidbits for you out there. But, uh, but now I've been trying to, I've been actually trying to find uh, that show or be able to watch it without having to pay for it. Uh, but I do want to watch. If I love Law and Order, I know I'm like Homicide Life on the Streets. But he just passed away. So rest in peace to this oh, man. He died yeah, at 61. Oh, wow. 61. So again, to my point earlier, our, we aren't dying of old age. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, he said he died on Monday after a brief illness. Mm. Yeah, no mm. other information was uh, given immediately. It's a developing story. But yeah, like a brief, like we're not saying, but but going back, so we're going to get to the uh, to the tributes uh, in a second. So Akon gets out there. He does Locked Up. Somebody, um, uh, Africa's newest superstar, um, Blackbone, performs. And then Akon uh, does. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, uh, that's, it's, that's why I'm telling you this is pay. That's one of Akon's artists. Yes, I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah, I was sure like, that is. ain't Burner Boy. Like, like I, look, am, I, I, I mean, Google, I had never heard. And I'm not saying I'm the biggest on Afro beats. Right. But for you to be yeah. one, I was like, oh, let me Google this. Convict music all up in the background. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, like it, I am. I have no doubt in my mind that this young man is signed to Akon's label in some shape, form, or fashion. Like, I it could have been his son. I don't know, but I knew it was somebody that was associated with Akon, right? Um, so then he gets to do that, and then he does. Then he does three more songs, and it's so to their point. How the fuck did Akon get a whole segment to himself? Yeah. Like, there's no logical reason to give Akon his own section. Yeah, LL could have got that. 
Man. <clears throat> Regina Hall's introduction was very funny of her, some of the things that she's learned from rap artists, <laughs> like uh, cur uh, Corrupt and Snoop told them that ain't no fun. The homies can't have none. No, she, um, said, the, she, said, the, 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 uh, she said the joys of sharing. The joys of sharing. <laughs> joys of sharing. Um, uh, Kenya Lay, an, an oral educator, um, eloquently um, told us, uh, uh, and it's like, then Kia Jeffries, who gave us very detailed, eloquently gave us detailed instructions to put it in your mouth. And I'm like, that's, I couldn't have put it better myself. That sounds right. And then, of course, <laughs> Uncle Luke, um, uh, that taught us that a lot of things can pop in any position. And, uh, you know, and then she gave, she saluted Captain D. <laughs> So, it, it, uh, it would have been even awesome or more if she had mentioned her ex-boyfriend in her somehow. So dot X. Or we'd be uh, like, uh, and don't let it go to your head now. Right. <laughs> right. But he would have probably spazzed out on Instagram like, oh, that's a diss towards me. You dirty bitch. But it'd have been cute though. It'd have been cute. Right, like, <laughs> we are all one joke away from being called a dirty bitch on Instagram. Um, <laughs> you raggedy bitch. <laughs> um, but I have and that would have been hers too. That would have been hers too for him. That's you know? right. You ready, bitch. Uh, Big Daddy Kane came out there and still doing that choreography like it ain't nothing. Now Maybe I was mad. I thought that was scoop and scrap. I wanted to be scoop and scrap because I just uh, wanted to see the, see if the old man got it for one more show. You know what I mean? Like, right. Keep up, man. <laughs> Uh, like I mean, like I and I. Fact is, I love that Big Daddy Kane still dances because that was a part of the culture. That's it. Mm -hmm. You rap, but you dance. You were an entertainer. In order to be an MC, you had to be able to control the crowd and take control. And by doing that, it had to do with your space, your stage presence. There was no standing there and just rapping. You rapping. Do this person up is the person that changed that. After oh. Big Daddy Oh, wait, wait, hold on. After Big Daddy Kane was Black Thought. Oh, the person after Black Thought is who changed right. that. Right, rapper. and then the person who changed that is the God MC, Rakim. Yes, because uh, he has nothing but just walking around the stage. He is yeah. the king. No, he's like, you're going to hear these words. Right, <laughs> right. And to that point, with Rakim, Rakim didn't have to, I mean, not to say that Big Daddy Kane had to dance. I'm not saying that, that it was, a you know, like a distraction from what he was saying. That's not it at all. But Rakim, it's like, nah, like, if I move too much, you're you going to miss some of this shit. So I got to stand still so that you can really grasp what I'm saying to you. And um, some of uh, Big Kane stuff was catered to women. Rakim was just straight shit. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I already hear in the comments, I'm, I just thought about it in the comments, they'll be like, what about Chuck D? Chuck D had the comedy relief of Flavor Flav and the SW1s behind him as mm -hmm. a distraction <laughs> thing around Rakim is by himself with uh Eric B just on the tables, yeah. old like the straight 89 on the table. Chuck D was 75 years old back in 88. <laughs> Chuck D has always been a grown man. Yes, yeah. like, was like 50 back then. Right. He has always carried himself as a grown ass man. So to the point now, of, I'm gonna ask you this real quick, Stacey. I can think that I can see that man intimidating a woman, like dating her at 25, being that serious and being like that. Like tall. that, you're that serious. So like, I want to know: was there ever a knucklehead version of Chuck D? 
Nah, man. You know his dad Wait. was military. <laughs> Wait, was there ever that knucklehead version? Because he's always been serious. Like even his, even if he's joking with you, there's yeah, still a, a quick, serious. It's a quick little laugh. He has to laugh first for you to right. think it's a, it's a joke. It's a quick right. little ha ha. Now back to what I was saying. Are you like okay? Wait, oh, that was a joke. Okay, all right. I shouldn't have paid attention to that. Um, but Rakim <laughs> rocks it. Also, I want to point out that Rock Rakim absolutely dresses like a nigga that's between 50 and 60 years old from New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Like, flat out. And ladies, y'all like seen... a nigga that just got in jail. That right. did like yeah. 20 or 30 years. <laughs> that's also. also. Hey, that's that fit that uh, Tony took me to the North. Tony bought me two sweaters. Tony bought me two sweaters. <laughs> No, that was no. that fit. That's exactly that fit. That's exactly that fit. That's exactly how I dress. Ladies, you have seen a nigga dress like this in the club because he has approached you. He has absolutely <laughs> approached you. And yes, he does drive a Cadillac, but it's not the Cadillac that you like that we assumed that he would drive. Like it's a Cadillac, but it ain't he ain't got to that 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 specific Cadillac stage, right? That old nigga Cadillac. He ain't there. But he definitely got a Cadillac outside or a, or a Buick. Yeah. <laughs> Buick. <laughs> got a Buick. Absolutely driving a Buick because that's a good car. Um, and But that's that's exactly how Rakim dresses. But now, I, I love Black Thought, but this was an opportunity to have KRS-One there instead instead of Black Thought. And I was here for KRS-One, but he should have been there. Yeah, but in that section, it would have been a perfect time. Yeah, for him yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't, like said, I'm not a KRS-One fan by any shape, form, or fashion. However, if we're going to talk about a hip-hop tribute, KRS-One needs to be involved. Mm -hmm. That's just that. He needs, that, that a call needs to be made because, again, influence, impact, except like there's plenty that he brings to the, to the table. Um, so I don't know, again, we don't know why people weren't there. Against some folks, but and I just thought of another idea that Paramount could have done. They could have maybe taped four, five, six other performances on location at some of these other places and put them streaming online, like to see other performances from Bone, Karis One, Trina, such and such and such. Go to the app and check them out. Yeah, and now you got to pay for the app. Mm -hmm. You got to pay for Paramount Plus to see the you other performance. Paramount Plus in order to get it. So yeah, they there, um, like I said, there were. I mean, I think no, I think period will never be fully happy with yes. whatever they do, right? Because again, you can't get everybody. Like LL said that you cannot possibly get everybody at the same time. And then also you only got a two hour show yeah. or less than two hours, like, including commercials, right? So yeah. um, unless this was a weekend, a festival, now that's where they what they could have done while y'all out here doing loves and friends with random ass stages and all this other shit down in vegas where was that our a weekend festival uh 50th anniversary hip-hop hip -hop festival hip -hop yeah. Ooh. Right. now logistically and niggerly i don't know if it would have worked out um, cause it was just, it had to be 35 and up cause we can't have Gunner there and Boosie 
and in the YG crowd, they're mixed in with the LLs. Them, they, they're real parents. Correct. They're real parents. They got to go back home. They kid. They just got a weekend for, uh, furlough from their kids. They got to get back. The YG, hey, the kids at Granny's for the weekend. Right. <laughs> and to that point, which I think, which what, what to that point, I think is why it needed to be a whole weekend. You can put the gunners oh. and all them on later on at night. The folks that's got kids or the 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 forty and over club. Some of us stay up late, but we still in the bed, right? I'm up till three o'clock in the morning. Oh, we at least back at the hotel, right? Like I said, no, I'm, like I'm up till three in the morning every night. I've been in my bed since nine. Yeah, like don't get like, the house, right? Like we ain't out the house. Like we still, we might still be up, but we in this bed. So for the old heads, by nine o'clock, we ready to go. We tired anyway. Like it's we it's time for us to go ahead and wrap it on up, find a car, get back to the hotel or the Airbnb. Those that nine and un, like nine o'clock and afterwards, you want to get them young folks out there. Hey, have fun, kids. We'll be back in the morning. We'll come back right. around twelve. We'll come back when the lock in over. Right when the lock in over. <laughs> that's when we'll be back. And like, we're gonna be out there doing the, the daylight hours. <laughs> And then, yeah, on Sunday, because the thing is, on Sunday, it needs to wrap up a little bit early because folks got to get to the airport and go because we got to go back to work on Monday. You only took off the weekend. And if I and take off Monday, in, you could bring in the real, you could bring in the real uh, 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 young Dirks and all them for that Sunday night. That's it. Yeah. They ain't got nowhere to be on Monday. That's yeah. it. So that's that's definitely something that could happen. Um, so like then we got the tribute to those that we lost. Um, so like we mentioned that with D Nice and Dougie Fresh, and uh, so he mentioned um, uh, uh, True Boy, Biggie, DMX, Shock G, Fife, Nate Dogg, Nipsey Hussle, Tupac, Bismarcky, um, Easy E, Takeoff, um, Pop Smoke, Big Pun, Mr. Magic, and Fat Boy. So those are the names that he said. And then it then like he tells everybody, you know, look at the screen, and that's when you're seeing all of these names fly past, and you're just like, fuck. Like, yeah, like I, mean, I never seen before. Like, yeah, I, like I ain't never heard. Right. Little eyes. Like, who the hell is little eyes? Right. <laughs> somebody, but hey, somebody knew him. And I mean, yeah. I, I saw Fat Pat up there. I'm like, damn. So, like, you see, all these days are people that you like. Damn, I forgot they not here or fuck. So, um, like, so that was uh, just like that crazy reality. And like I said, how many people didn't get to get to this 50th anniversary and make significant contributions? Or just even those who just didn't even get to make the C50. So like I said, he mentions uh, Tupac and Biggie, and we know they didn't even make it to 30. Tupac would die at what, 25? 25. Yeah, 25. So uh, like, yeah, like you didn't, like our people, we don't get to live too long. Um, Another group I, I'm surprised they didn't have come out is the BC Boys, even though I know um, what you call is past, but yeah, I'm surprised that, that was, that's a big crossover group. It is, it really is. Um, but so you know, we didn't have a run DMC, we didn't have uh shit else. I thought about that New York did they own recently at, at uh Madison Square Garden, and I wonder the Yankee, uh, Yankee, Yankee Stadium, the Yankee Stadium, one of the baseball stadiums, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had different people come out from different all around the country, yeah, too. On that one, wasn't that supposed to have been run DMC's last, That's their last show? They're gonna their do their last show. performance or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, got it. Um. Two Chains comes out and does birthday song, <laughs> and then that was a bad choice to me. It was yeah, it was uh, Gunna comes out with this mesh shirt um, that he does not have the body for, and then he performs <laughs> some song. 
that's the, uh, I don't know the beat to that song. I don't even know the name of that song. I just heard that beat places though. Um, so I always I, I always say her name wrong. It's Koi Leray. I've been calling mm -hmm. her Koi Leroy. Cause I, if you <laughs> and honestly, I think it's a better name, Koi Leroy, right? Koi Leroy. <laughs> Like I think my version is better than what she calls herself. But she gets out there and she does her song. And oddly enough, DJ Quick loves this song. What you saw him in the crowd? Uh no, the um girls is player too. Yeah. That song. DJ Quick likes that song. He it's uh what was he on? Was he on Mm, one of those shows. So what if it if it wasn't million dollars worth of game, it was one of those that yeah. he was recently on. And they were asking him what some new artists or things that he liked. And he mentioned, he's like, Well, you know, I like this, I'm like kind of like that. He's like, he's like, that that song, he's like, it's the girl about to catch another flight. Da -na 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 -na. Like she's like, he's like, I like that song. I fucks with that. And I'm like, okay. And I just I just remembered that. So when she performed it, I was like, DJ Quick like this song. But I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, but like, so uh, so Coy LeRae was there. Benzino could never um her daddy. Uh but uh, he still trying to get some dollars from her though. <laughs> but no, that's 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 actually real shade though, right there, Stacey. I know, <laughs> that's why I said it. No, that's real shit. I mean, that like that's that's a deep cut shade. I like, literally wrote Benzino could never. Like I I said it because like, like okay, you I, can't. Dude. It says Benzino could never. Like I like I, I, I your daughter made it on the fifty years of hip hop, and she's got a bigger single than you ever had. Ever? Because I don't know ever. none of that song. <laughs> oh, that, the only song that was big he had was that booty. Remember that we had the remix with Fabulous and uh G Dep. Right I remember hand. the I remember like a, some video. I don't remember none of the songs. I have <laughs> no recollection of any Benzino song ever happening. I just knew who he was, and I mean, even with hell, with what uh, when he like uh, editor in chief at the source at one point. Uh, no owner, a part owner, owner of the source. Yeah, you went at the fifty uh, fifty year hip hop thing. So no, get off of Instagram, sir. Uh. Then uh, Nelly comes out and does EI. Yeah, okay, uh, now do you think that was a do you think that was a good choice or should have been hot in here? I was expecting hot in here. Didn't he just, didn't he just perform? Did he just perform hot in here somewhere? Did uh, he do? Did he do on the BT Hip Hop Awards? Maybe I think at the BT. I feel like at again, there's been ten thousand fiftieth anniversary shows yeah. over the past year. I feel like he's done that. I feel like he did it. And I just don't remember what's about. Uh, he may have done it. But like, yeah, yeah, worked out because, again, everybody, people, the call and response part of it, right? So everybody, yeah, yeah. So they were into it. Um, like, I, I said that. Because it's like, that or does he do country grammar? Yeah. Like I think uh, I don't think there's a loss either way. No, no, no. He got so many hits. It didn't. Yeah. Even... So especially like for, first album alone, like he was. Well, yeah. So he was fine. Well, Nelly Bill's on ER. I mean, EI's on Nelly Bill, right? Um, but I mean, with the exception of him doing tip drill. <laughs> now what they need to do is an uncut. <laughs> 50 years of hip hop uncut. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. You can get you can get it. Ooh. 
So then you can bring eight ball MJG and with space age pimping, you and I can you like him form? Put it in your mouth. Half pint. I want you to hold my leg up. 95 South, 69 boys. Trina. Get show up. South and them boys. Yeah, JT Money. This is ding a ling time. Listen. Ooh, you South know what? They should have had the 69 boys for the South. Uh, with, to with Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. <clears throat> yep. So, like I said, they, they went to each coast. But again, you just you don't have the time. Yeah. Like, but I mean, they didn't have no dance anthems. Like, like said, South just even, even to do the South. Right, like if you just want to focus on the South, you got Atlanta, you got Florida, you got like so. There's all these sounds and movements that come in there. You got Louisiana, so just even even Texas. with Louisiana, you got Louisiana bounce, but then you got Cash Money, you got No Limit, then you got Crunk, and you got Crunk. <laughs> so like, and then like, so how? And then if you consider Virginia South, then you got all the Virginia cats. Yeah. I don't consider Virginia South. People do though. I'm, I'm below the Mason Dixon. That's below Maryland. Yeah, I know. I see, I just don't believe in that. I like I I, I don't believe in the. So Mason what is Virginia? Dixon then? What was, was the Virginia considered East Coast then? I think for me, in that'll for be, me, that'll be considered East. Yeah, like people can argue about this in the comments. I don't believe in the Mason Dixon line. I feel like 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 I'm like I'll tell you what I think is South and what I think is East Coast, and I don't. I feel like like the um, like North Carolina is probably as far up as you'll get. On the, okay, on the, I was gonna say what about North Carolina, right. <laughs> but and some people debate North Carolina about being the South. Like, so there's that. So, but um, I, I basically, if your if your state went to uh fight for the South, you in the South, and Virginia's in this, they fought in the Confederacy, so they in the South. Right. When I get off the plane in Atlanta, <laughs> Pimp C. East Coast time. <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, uh, like the uh, but. <laughs> yeah, so um, Rick Ross did hustling and he did BMF. I was um, surprised about that one. <laughs> so, that point, I would have loved if he did MC Hammer. MC Hammer and Hammer came out because, like, one Teflon Don is my one of my favorite albums. I do not know why Teflon Don <laughs> speaks to my soul. It just does. Okay, <laughs> deal with it. Um, and MC Hammer on there is my shit. And I remember the first time I heard the album, I thought MC Hammer and BMF were the same fucking song because it's the same damn beat, whether they want to be like the exact same damn beat. Uh, like I think one key change or something. But uh, if Ross would have done MC Hammer and brought Hammer out, that he did that before, didn't he? I don't know. I want to tell you that that has happened, and now I have to look it up. I really believe that Ross did MC Hammer before and brought Hammer out, uh, but that should have happened. And then Chance the Rapper comes out, um, you don't want no problems. I've heard that song before. I think last, like, watching it today, I was like, man, like, I didn't, this song is kind of, like, it, it just never stuck with me. Yeah, but, I haven't heard it since it was out. That was yeah, like the people were into it, and I was like, that like okay, cool. Like, I ain't chance to rap. Let me go ahead and put this on a little streaming and check it. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> wait a minute. There we go. Sorry, I hit some button. Uh, and finally it ends with Will Smith. So 
I remember somebody said, why did Will Smith get so much time? Uh, and the, there's a very good reason for that. And Quest Love even explains that, like that when that Will Smith, well, DJ Jazz Jeff and the Fresh Prince were the first group to get a Grammy for hip hop. However, it was not going to be televised. So a group of artists black uh, boycotted the, the Grammys. The next year, they were going to televise it. And then DJ Jeff, Jeff and the Fresh Prince were the first rap act to perform at the Grammys. So closing it out with them makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. like it's, it's almost like we're here because of you type situation. And, um, and, and, and they kicked it. Like the performance, it was everything it was supposed to be. I mean, and the reality is it was always Will and Jeff. But I didn't like the last two songs. I think it should have just been all Will and Jeff songs. I didn't like that they did his solo stuff. Oh, uh, getting jiggy uh, with it I, and what was playing. Yeah, I think it should have been all him and Jeff stuff. But that's yeah. But all right, when he did the Fresh Prince song, he couldn't do it to the actual beat. <laughs> that part. Um, I don't know. But you know, sometimes we don't know the background of shit. We don't know yeah. who who owns what. NBC owns that and that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's what I was telling my wife. I was like, man, NBC own that track, so that's why he performing on yeah. the other. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, the theme song was like, okay, cool. But then he closes it out with summertime, you know, the anthem. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right. But yeah, I mean, like with Getting jiggy with it wasn't my shit, but again, it was, it was, it was what it was, it was, it was what it was, right? Like, I mean, getting jiggy. I just with want it, them to do. I, you saw my blinker, bitch, and I never yeah. seen him do that live. Just never see. I just would have loved to see him do that song live. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, it was great. Like, I mean, overall, a great show. It, like as we said, you, we no one's ever going to be fully satisfied because there's always going to be something that wasn't uh, brought up or, or listed. Um, like I said, with the ladies first, I do love who they show who they had. Uh, I do like I said having Lotto on there. I get it. Like you want to throw in a little like but I'll say this: even with them adding in some of the new folks, I do like the way they just kind of sprinkled it in. Like okay, here's here's somebody right here. All right, here's somebody. Like it wasn't all new people. And I like there's a piece of me, not to say that I want to exclude newer artists from this, but you're not a part of the history at this time. Yes. You just got in. <laughs> you just got in, right? Like you're not a part of history. Like there's nothing historical that you've done. There's no like, we don't know if your song is gonna be hype in five years. Like is Lotto even gonna be here in five years? Like a, I mean I'm not, not saying she I, I, I'm right right but sure some of these they may not Glorilla may not be here in five years three years two years so it's like um but then you have these other people who and I mean true enough JJ Fad isn't here today but that song is here today though the timeless you got a time they got a timeless record Right, that song is here today, right? Like, so I think um, I, I I appreciate them including the younger generation. I just don't feel like it was really that necessary to do. I don't feel like they added really anything. I'm not saying they took away, but I don't think they added either. Mm. We're no better for having Lotto or YG or 
whatever of any of them perform. <laughs> so at the next award, you're gonna see Curtis Blow and Moneybag Yo presenting together. <laughs> Where was Curtis Blow? <clears throat> he's been sick. I know that. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's had health problems. Yeah, so yeah. I think, yeah, and I think to that point, like we like, we definitely had some old heads, but we ain't had like the old old heads. So we the didn't have well, I mean, Dougie, uh, uh, Dougie Fresh was there. But Dougie, well, you, you're talking about like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five type old like school. Cool yeah, like cool Mo. <laughs> yeah, so like yeah, we're like yeah. Frank, to that point, like Big Daddy was there. Where was Cool Mo D? Mo D couldn't go. Well, you know him and LL still got their beef. So that there you go there. Them niggas is way too old for that. No, no, no. That's still on. You know that, right? right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them niggas is way too old for that shit. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. So I, thought, shit, I thought if LL and Ice-T could... LL is cool. Kumo cool yeah. D don't mess with LL. Uh, He's openly like, about it. That young nigga got too successful. There was an interview recently, maybe like four or five years. He was like, you know, the industry set him up to be where he was. And I was crushing him. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, it was just that nigga, and he was just younger than you. <laughs> That's probably how they felt about Michael Jackson when he came out. He's like, this little young nigga, who is he? <laughs> oh. Possibly. Like, but, but I think to that point, then, like, but Mike had been out forever. Right. I don't know. I think Prince is like that more towards cats than Mike was. Mike was already kind of around. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mike had, like, came out of nowhere. We already known him as a child. Yeah. Like, so him being around was like, oh, okay, like cool. But um because what Rick James hated Prince it was messing with him yeah. and everything. Like <laughs> another another one like West Coast Ice Cube, no um no like NWA kind of feel no yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I guess Death Row was on there. I mean, we had Lady Rage um, for Death Row. Warren you G. know, Lady Rage technically is from Virginia, so that was just like, uh, this. I guess it discount for her being from Cali, but she's from Virginia. Yeah, but like yeah, she didn't move out there; she's an adult to California. Yeah, but I guess with that, like, like, corrupt, like, corrupt, corrupt. like corrupt being from Philly. She, you yeah, know, moving yeah. out. But I guess because you made your name on the West Coast, on the West Coast, right? Like, so overall, what do y'all give the show? I give it a, a eight. Yeah, I, I'll give it an eight and a half yeah, out of ten. <laughs> it could have been a nine if the Akon section was out and we could have added some other different groups in there. Yeah, there's yeah. I, I definitely, like I said, some song choices, but we honestly I didn't think, even need Akon at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going period. I don't, he didn't have to come at, at all. Like, period. I think that. Um, and does he have a hairpiece in right now? Because that looks like a hairpiece, low key. I, yeah, because it don't I'm look like a, it don't look right on his head. Yeah. It don't look like it's a part of his hair, like his head. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't pay attention. Like, oh, I when right he now. was it's on. Okay. Just look up recent. Look up the new Acon picture, Acon right now. You can't tell me that down like no hairpiece and no no Hans Wyman jump jump off. Where he didn't got them to sprinkle some hair up in there and they it didn't regrew back up. It don't look like it's supposed to beat her. Like it's just weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it don't look like it's his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Is this real? 
<laughs> so I see something is like Akon on getting hair transplant. He told Tori Lanez to go to his doctor. Oh, well, then there we go. Uh, so, but like, I hold on, let me put this on mute. I'm just trying to scroll through. Oh, wait. So there's Akon with this weird hair. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, oh, he, it, it was in Turkey. He went to out. Turkey and got the procedure. So what's very funny is I actually know someone who wants to do that. So um, that's that. But yeah, so that did happen. So it is there. It is. Because <laughs> it don't look right. It is, I mean, I'm not saying it don't look, not should not look right, but it looks like, do you was bald in before, G? How you get past all these gates? That's what I'm saying. You have to do it when you kind of first notice <laughs> that you're balling, right? When no one, like the only people who know right now are you and your barber. And your lady. And your lady, right? <laughs> Y'all the only people who know. Like your barber has been like, hey, you know, I'm just going to keep this a little heavy at the top. I ain't going to cut it down. Like, are you, like now y'all playing around. That's your time to go get this procedure done. Yes, <laughs> the barber be cutting them up because you know he spray that that Beijing on. He like, hey, that hey, micro, that micro, he like, hey, yeah, that micro fiber going, and all that. You ain't going swimming today, are you? He <laughs> 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 said you ain't going swimming today, are you? <laughs> man, man. So yeah, I give it an eight as well. Let's get into one of our next topics. This family matters behind the dark side of the comedy. <laughs> I'm a I think we need a real documentary done by like, <clears throat> like A23 or like one of those big like documentary production houses. No disrespect to Vice and what they did, but I feel like it needs to be a little bit more in depth and a little bit more with different perspectives instead of like four people. So the thing is, so with Vice, with that series, because I, I I take the series, I love I love all of their dark sides of everything, right? Mm -hmm. So dark sides of comedy, darks, uh, dark uh, dark side of the ring, uh. There's another one that they did, Dark Side of the 90s. So I love all of those shits. Um, so essentially what they'll end up doing, they're never interviewing the person. It's just always people that knew them, right? Or people that were insiders on it. Um, with this specific series with uh, the comedians, they are interviewing the exact same comedian. So Deborah Wilson has had something to say about each and every comedian that <laughs> is is on this, this season. Um, okay. But with that, with the Family Matters thing, we weren't going to get everybody on there like because everybody's not going to talk because everybody one some folks uh some people don't care about their check and some people ain't missing that check mm -hmm. so uh mm. sometimes when you start talking too much checks start getting a little funny so um i can understand some of the older actors not speaking versus eddie winslow and judy because their lives are very different, like compared to the other cast members right now. Urkel probably got some nice um, residual checks because he played like multiple roles. He did all kinds of stuff. So his, his stuff probably is sitting decent. Yeah. So very simply put, Jaleel White don't have to work. No. Right? Is that really? You, so? you, got, you got the money that he got from the show, right? Whatever that yeah. was. Then you have the merchandising, whatever deal was created with that merchandising. So you had the Urkel doll, you had Urkel O's, you had all this shit 
with his face on it. Now, again, it depends on what that did, what that contract was yeah, like. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. And all of that. But I think right now, I think he has like a, a strain of weed. Yeah, or perp. Or perp. Or, 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 or. So, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, and as much as he didn't want to be associated with that character anymore, he also knows if you act like Urkel for a minute, you're going to get a check. I think there's like a cartoon, something that's coming out now. Like mm -hmm. a Christmas cartoon, some shit. So, look, you act like Urkel, you can get that check. And that'll feed you again for another five years. So and he was, and he was the voice of uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, so, oh that's big money right there. That's what I'm saying. So there's money that, that, that comes in there. There's money that he got. But um I am happy to see that um what is Judy Winslow's real name? I don't forgot the girl name. Jamie Foxworth. There you go. So I'm very happy to see her um well, I won't say talking like like the girl couldn't talk, but just in a better place, right? Um, because I think we all knew that one day she went up the stairs and never came back down. You didn't hear from her, and then all of a sudden you're on Twitter and you hear that. Wait a minute, I think this Judy Winslow on Pornhub, mm. and it's like, wait, what? Crazy. Wow, this is before Pornhub. This was um, on tape. <laughs> So he was on one of them reality shows on VH1 back in the day. The yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the drug one. The, uh, yeah, the addiction. Yeah. 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 What was the uh, them old porn things? West Coast Productions and shit like that. Yeah, so, the West Coast Productions. Yes. Right. So um, it's Crave. So mm -hmm. I I never did watch one of her videos. I, had, I just, did. Back then, no, no, because it was cats were passing around the, the the tape and DVD back then. Like, well, I like so I just didn't. I didn't want to see her like that. Does that make sense? Like, I just didn't. I, I just not what I want to see. So. A, I mean, you, you, I mean, we're horrible people at 18, 19 years old. So <laughs> you don't have no discernment like that. Yes, now I wouldn't want to. Right. But, but, it's like, but to that point, though, but I did see the Kim Kardashian with Ray J. So, but it was like, I guess, <laughs> but I didn't have, I have a connection. I know who the fuck Kim Kardashian was. I mean, so when that tape came out, I had no idea who the fuck she was. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. <laughs> so, but either way, um, but then her and Eddie Winslow. So as they're talking about the show and they're talking about what happened, because that's the big question. What the fuck happened? Why was Judy no longer on the show? And according to what they're stating is that um, her... Her lines are like her her part in the show kind of kept getting smaller and smaller because and, and everyone knows this that Urkel was never supposed to be on the show full time. He's mm -hmm. supposed to be on for one episode, period. Yep. And they just ended up keeping him for and the show started revolving around him. So I can un completely see how that you have this show with this family and these kids and everything, but now you've entered a whole new character and you are changing the whole storyline now to be focused on him. Happy days are the same way. Right, it's changing because the they did it with, with the funds. Right, they're, right. The funds are supposed to just a recurring character randomly, and they was like, "Oh, people love him." Right, and he's on every episode now. He didn't move in with the uh, Cunninghams. Remember, right. they moved him in with the Cunninghams at one point. Yeah. So <laughs> then, how do you? So then, with that, when that happens, the storylines for everybody else kind of disappear. So. Like you're gonna have a storyline for Eddie because he's the only son. You're gonna have something for Laura because she's the love interest to Urkel. Fuck you, end up with the look kid. That's enough. I mean, I don't even remember. Did uh, Little Richie ever really have a storyline? Yeah, they had a whole bunch of storylines with him. Same? Yeah, because a little Orlando Brown wound up being on the show. Yeah, I do remember that. I and they replaced Orlando. They and they ended up replacing Orlando Brown with Richie too. I mean, no, uh, Orlando Brown were in the place replacing Richie. Cause they left like we can't have two kids. 
one of y'all got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they, um, so with like you have that, and then uh, Darius Aquari or uh, Eddie Winslow, um, he was like how it was hard for him because Steve gets to be silly. Right. And, and all of this. So, but his like storylines, he has to be a little bit more serious. And even though he's like, like, yeah, we, I get a couple of jokes in and all of that. But if I get to act, if I got to act a fool, then I'd be popular too. And that's real. That's real though. Like, just think about like any show you're going to have the more straight lace, straight, the straight man or the, the serious characters, but the ones that are the joke Outland- outlandish, the outlandish that's yeah. popular. <clears throat> that's the person who who gets the most fame. Man, since you say that, Stacy, is that why Martin was so good? Because everybody kind of had like super silly moments. I think there so. Was no, there was no true straight man or straight woman on there, right? There was no, and it, like, because I think because you can you can say that Tommy was the straight man too. But Cole, they used to but, have a whole bunch of funny right, stuff. But what I'm saying though, so like, so you can say he was a straight man, right? Like he was more a little bit slightly more serious, but Tommy had his jokes. Right? And they so, actually developed that more over time. The first season, he was a straight man, but they made him more silly because the whole not having a job thing is not till season two. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. that's the, the and then the, and even Pam was kind of serious in the first season. And they were like, they maybe they were actors being like, yo, I already seen how this didn't work before. If I don't start getting me some stuff, kind of me joking, I'm going to be up out of here. And this is going to be Tommy Cole and Gina <laughs> in a right. minute. You got to, you got to, everybody has to have their parts. Cole, right? Gina, and Martin. Yeah, so like everybody has to have their own part, and then so I think for like I said, well, one, uh, you already you, you've already lost the cast member, right? You didn't have nothing for her to do, and then you got Eddie. So now you got then because Eddie was like, it's like there's even an episode with me becoming Steve just so that you know you can get some silly shit going on, um, and then you know then eventually nobody was watching the show anymore. Like uh, they were they switched networks, they switched moms, all of that, and like so by the time. Like I said, I never, it took me, I didn't know until I was like an adult that they had actually switched networks because I'd stopped watching. Yeah, yeah, when it was in syndicate, they had replaced Harriet's and it. Uh. Yeah, like I didn't even know. Like I'd stopped watching because it just became, sometimes shows become really silly. And that's usually towards the end of their reign. When it's called jumping. Oh, yeah. Once a show becomes really fucking silly, then I'm done with it. So there are a lot of shows that I was like, all right, I'm out. So hell with the Steve Harvey show. I kind of got was kind of sick of the Romeo storylines and Bullethead. Like it just became so much. I was through with that motherfucker when I graduated before them. And I was in middle school when that show started. Thank you. So, yeah, I was I was over it. I'm like, okay, this is just dumb. Or like the Wayans brothers. I never saw the, whatever the last episode was, whether it was, whether they actually I don't had, they had the last episode. No, they just canceled them. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, and we know some shows never get that final episode. But to that point, when it was, when it went off the air, I didn't know it had gone off the air because I had already stopped. I'd already moved on. So uh, there were a lot of shows that were like that. There was like the storylines just didn't, weren't hitting anymore. Um, you're growing up. So now the things that made you giggle before. So it did get to that point where Urkel was just not fucking funny to me anymore. It was like, this is it was corny. It was corny. Right. This is it's corny as shit. No, nah, I'm going to go turn on BT or something because this ain't. And I kind of got off the show like when they started trying to bring Stefan Urkel back all the time. Yeah, and then I was like, the, oh, it's over. <laughs> oh, so then the uh, the thing with uh, with Steve wearing the dress to be Myrtle. 
right? That people were very upset about that and being like, no, you should not wear that. You should not be doing this, right? Because it's, you know, the whole black man in a dress. And yet and still, it happened. Like, he was murdered several times. Mm-hmm. So... You know, um, but I had a uh, grandma Ma on the show, uh, Larry Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> play basketball with them, right? When they yeah, they had the basketball tournament. <laughs> so yeah, Steve was. I mean, it was like I said, the dark side of it. Uh, again, understand. And then Darius McCrary makes a comment that uh, about child stars and about people being touched. So he doesn't necessarily say that he has been touched. Um, but he made a comment about how he's been in places and where his back is being rubbed by somebody. And you got to be like, mm-hmm. he's, like so he's like, so he's like, he's like with child actors, it's a lot of shit. Like there isn't that protection that is there or whatever. So um, it was, it was interesting to just kind of like hear more information about family matters or apparently this Jaleel White was mean as fuck to, to Jamie um, Foxworth. And was uh, yelled at her. Why can't you just act and all this other stuff? So well, now uh, I do have a thing. What if she just couldn't act? <laughs> have we thought about this with Jamie Foxx? Worth? Maybe, what if what if what if she had been messing up fifteen takes and he a high school kid and he got he trying and you know then yeah, we didn't have cell phone. Trying you know I'm trying to get on to call this girl <laughs> and it's and we still here at seven o'clock. I got to go to bed at ten o'clock. I can't get on the phone. Jamie up here messing these lines up. Well, so to that point though, so let me say this: at the time that she was on the show, he wouldn't have been in high school. Like he would still been a little bit younger. So because I remember, I think he, I remember, I know um, Marcus Houston said this, and I know this Jilla White has said it as well that because of Urkel, like it was hard to get girls. Because that's what they saw you as. Once he became Stefan, that's when women were like, okay, well, wait a minute then. And then uh, Marcus Houston said the same thing with him being robbed. Like, he's like, I'm being Roger on Sister Sister, but then I'm on stage as Batman as immature. And like, yeah. people are having issues trying to, you know, distinguish the two. Like, you, can, like, you can't do both. So, um, but to that point, the idea of him needed to, like, it's possible that maybe she couldn't act or um he was being an asshole to her i don't know but it like, it, and it could be both <laughs> it could be both it very well could have been and her mama do like a hustling mama too we talked about that in the text i know you was like well they i was like no nah, that mama looked like she was like look at what we gonna do is now <laughs> right because they were talking about like as far as money was concerned so they definitely were not they weren't making full house money and they never were going to yes. um and which, now, which is you want crazy now the question is i have for you in my notes do you think jalil did though so, very good question. I'm glad you asked that. So, because they talked about everybody's salary and everybody, like how they were getting so low. But I guess uh, Jamie Wex, uh, why well, keep saying Wexworth? I don't, I'm gonna call her Judy Jamie Winslow. Okay. Her name is Judy Winslow. She <laughs> was getting less than everybody else, right? But she had this much of a part on the show. Right. So, it, yeah, she yeah. didn't even, it'd be episode, she'll be in the episode, but she wouldn't even have a speaking role. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> Well, and I think, and what's funny, I think to that point, if she, if even in the beginning episodes before Urkel really became in, if they weren't giving her lines before, like maybe she just was never meant to have those types of, you know, you know, maybe that, maybe they didn't really need to, they meant to have two kids and not three. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, hell, first episode of Cosby Show is four kids and not five. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, grandma was getting more action. 
<laughs> Grandma wound up getting married, dude. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Wasn't like, an episode where they thought she was pregnant? The grandma was pregnant. I'm playing. <laughs> like, totally ridiculous. Um, but uh, I said, I'm happy to like Jamil made... got those full house checks, though, Stacey. Do you think Jamil got some full house checks? That so, friends, young ones, back in the day. I'm Doja. This sleep. Yeah, we part of Just Posted Podcast, man. The best show on this network. Come on, check, though. Seriously, man. Just Posted. <laughs> It's just me and those just sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the yeah, world. Man, sorry, man. We said labor of love. He said labor of love. I didn't say that shit. Shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, everybody coming to watch, though, man. We really appreciate y'all. Holla at y'all later. Hey, man, this nigga just tall for no reason. We do regular jobs. Don't forget that. If you were on one network, if you had a show on one network, you belonged to that network. They would put your ass in every other show in that lineup on that network and do some type of crossover. So even though Urkel was in Chicago and, uh, on Family Matters, he brought his ass to San Francisco for Full House. Yeah, um, out there. <laughs> where else step by step, what was Step by Step at? That was in Oregon. Dang it. Wasn't they like in Oregon or Seattle? Somewhere else. Yeah, something like that. Oh. Now I gotta find, I gotta look that up because now yeah, right, and also understand this is step by step, that theme song goes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Like that out. Like that theme song goes. Where the hell? Like that Cody is- lived in that van, didn't he? Port Port <laughs> Washington, Wisconsin. Oh, oh, they was in Wisconsin. I don't know. I know it's like somewhere odd. Well, he yeah. can get there though. He can get there. Chicago, Wisconsin ain't that far. So he can, right, he, he can get there. But like, yeah. but it were like you went everywhere. Like you were like he was. It was another episode. It was something else they did shared. He cross over like, the boy meets world. He did he? Yeah, he did. Did Man. he? Uh, that was on ABC. <laughs> or uh, uh, uh hanging right? with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> I think oh, he right. there's game. another one and it's it's gonna lead it's uh where else did you go? Full house step by step. Oh, there is another one that he was on, and I it's gonna drive me crazy. That just made me think like. Well, I know y'all remember the show, The Out All Night, you know, with Patty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an episode where Hillary Banks plays herself. I shared it in the group probably about a month ago. She plays herself and Dwayne Martin trying to get at her. Because that's on NBC. That was all on NBC. Like Stacey just said, well, they going to pick well, you I out. Think, I think that show would have worked if it would have came on right after Fresh Prince on Mondays. I instead agree. Of Saturday yeah, night. I don't like just was in a bad... It, they they just, came on they Saturday nights. Yeah, they fucked it up, and it was because on Saturday, I think what just come on TV on Saturday nights. Two two well, seven eight. Jeff Comedy Jam. Comedy Jam. Oh, yeah. No, no, I was just thinking on network TV, but like, yeah. So anyway, those crossover episodes are just like. All right, I'm gonna take y'all down a rabbit hole. NBC, right? You got a real start with a TV show. I'll start with Mad About You, right? Mad About You. It's a guy, and they're in New York. It's Paul and Jamie. Paul um, still had his old apartment that he had when he was single. The guy that he rents it out to is Kramer from Seinfeld. 
Kramer is the one who has Paul's old apartment. Um, also on Mad About You, there is a waitress named Ursula. Ursula's twin sister is Phoebe from Friends. Oh, really? Yep. So this is how you create these multiverses. This is how you create those multiverses <laughs> are in there. And then, um, yeah, so Phoebe from Friends, there's another connection, and it's going to drive me crazy. Wasn't uh, Empty's Nest and Golden Girls? Empty, empty Nest, Golden Girls, and Nurses. So Golden Girls happens first. Harry is her neighbor down the street, and then he gets his spinoff show, Empty Nest. In Harry's practice, his nurse is Laverne, who gets her own spinoff show, Nurses. Nurses lasted about one season. Yeah. I mean, and then Perfect, but Family Matters is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah, Family Matters is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Harriet was the elevator operator on Perfect Strangers. But if you ask me, before she was there, she was on a little show called Silver Spoons as a Maid. <laughs> and of course, she went through all the seasons to remember that. <laughs> yeah. So, she was on a little show called Silver Spoons as a Maid and eventually moved on to. So, yeah, so I'm giving you a lot of, of TV trip, uh, tidbits in regards to connections between shows. I mentioned Homicide Life on the Streets and Law and Order, which will also take you over to Law and Order SVU. You, you'll get a full uh, three uh, different series, all in one. So. I always wanted like a Martin and Living Single crossover episode since they came on, you know, back to back. Yeah, like, it's like when Gina broke up with him. <laughs> and moved to New York, she could have hooked up with, you know, got cool with one of the girls or something. <laughs> so, all right, so there's a, there's a big rabbit hole uh, I, I, I do want to take us with. We're talking about crossovers. The TV show St. Elsewhere is supposed to be in the you know, everyone's universe. It's the beginning of all TV universes from 79 on down so, because of crossovers. Okay. So, so, I'm always, so direct connections. These are all the different shows that crossed over with St. Elsewhere, the, the soap opera. Bob Newhart Show, MASH, White Shadow, Cheers, Degrassi, Tangingers, Homicide Life on the Street, Chicago Hope, Oz, Providence, Boston Public, Method and Red. And like it's different people that move other characters, move other places. It's called the uh the theory is called the Tommy Westfall universe. So at the end of St. Elsewhere, the little like at the end of the soap opera series as a whole, he's holding this gold globe in his hand and it's basically saying that all this stuff happened inside this shake globe and it's like a he's supposed to be an autistic kid and everything that was going on on that show is basically in this globe that he was imagining so they saying all these other shows are inside this dude tommy westfall's uh mind because Damn. they all were crossing over with saying elsewhere <laughs> Damn. It, it like it goes deep with it yeah yeah I'm into it. I'm all into it. What else has happened in the world? Yeah, we got last one. Uh, uh, we got to take it back home. Nelly, Ashanti, are, are they? Is this official? Get your Burberry shirts ready. So, Us Weekly. <laughs> according to Us Weekly, on December 4th, it says Ashanti is pregnant with her first child after rekindling her romance with Nelly earlier this year. Us Weekly can confirm. Um, and then, but it also says Nelly and Ashanti are welcoming their first baby together. A source exclusively tells of us the baby will be Ashanti's only child while Nelly 49 shares daughter Chanel 29 and son Cornell Hayes the third 24 with his ex Shanetta Valentine. 
Um, Ashanti 43 first sparked pregnancy speculation over the weekend when she attended Nelly's black and white ball in St. Louis with her partner. During the event, the singer put her hand on her stomach while on stage with Nelly and he did the same. So that's that's the clip that everybody saw. And that's what started the rumor mill. So she put her hand on her stomach. He put her his hand on her stomach or whatever. And then somebody, whoever was, somebody else was on a mic and said something like, seal the deal. Seal the I remember deal. who it was. Seal the um, deal. And then, uh, so everybody started laughing. So it was just that, that, that hint that they are possibly expecting a family. If they are, congratulations, Ashanti. Hey, look, at 43, you're getting pregnant. I get it. I'm 42. I'm trying to make <laughs> something happen in the next year or so. I, I get it. Um, also, um, I appreciate Cornell for spinning the block, but I was hoping that he was coming back with a ring first. But, you know, um, when you have unprotected and ill-advised sex, it can lead to KID. Um, KID uh, can happen to anyone at any time. Um, uh, naked dick sex has been uh, causing this problem for generations and generations. So, and I think for them, it's not as big of a deal because they both got money. It's like, most I mean, times you worried about it, you know, and you, and if you're with that person, you're like, eh, you know. I mean, so here's the thing, though, right? Money, 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 whatever the hell. Money does not solve the bullshit of having a baby daddy and a baby mama. Like, you, the, we've seen it happen plenty of times with these couples who have lots and tons and tons of money, and there's still some shit going on. So it's, uh, I, again... I'll, let me state this for somebody says something in the comments. No, every woman does not want to be married. Okay. I understand that it, marriage is not the end goal for every couple. I get that. At 43, I'm already gave you 10 years. I'm going to give you another 20 years of being your girlfriend. When you die, I don't get shit. You got me fucked up. I need a ring. Before this baby comes out, my last name needs to be Haynes. That's all I'm saying. That's it. And that's that's on me. But that's why me and Cornell are not together. <laughs> so again, like it's it's what I mean, their relationship is their relationship, right? We are absolutely on the fucking outside looking in. And we can even say, and then people say that she wasted 10 years before, right? She may not feel that way, right? Like, again, we have no idea what happened in that relationship. We don't know. We have no idea if he proposed before and she told him no. Yeah, we just right? assume like, in general that he was like We can assume things, but we have no clue what happened in that relationship, right? We don't know how many times, we don't know if they actually were engaged and we just didn't know about it, right? Like, we, we know- might be engaged now, we don't know about it. They might be engaged now, we don't know. They can be married right now, we don't fucking know. So- it, all we know is that they were together before, they weren't together, and now they're back together, and we think she's pregnant. That's what we know. That's Those are literally the facts that we have about all of this. Um, so, um, like I said, for her, um, and the other part, again, with her being 43, when you are older and you are trying to have a kid, like, I mean, yes, there, uh, Janet just had a kid at, what, 57. Anybody trying to do that shit? Okay, like, yes, it's possible. No one is really trying to wait that long to have a child, right? Like, aside from the toll that it will take on your body, nigga, I'm sleepy now and it's just me. I'm tired right now. 
like they have to chase around a new like a, a toddler at 50 something is what like, is uh what did, what did bill cosby say on the cosby show that we gonna be uh, they gonna be we, they gonna be leaving our home and they gonna be putting us in a home at the same right, time. Like, they, like by the time that child leaves home, we're gonna be ready to go into a home. And like and even now, I think about that. Right, if I have a kid now, like in the next year or two, right, twenty years from now, when that kid is like fully out of my house, I'll be in my early sixties. Okay, cool. That's, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. I'm not trying to be fifty with a brand new baby. Because <laughs> when they leave your home at 20, you 70. I'm uh, 70. That's a big difference. I'm 70. And then you also think about, I mean, true enough, with having a kid, it doesn't matter if we have them young or old, um, you can leave at any time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also I want to I want to be around for my kid as long as I possibly can, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I don't want to leave them when they're 20. Right. Like, you know, you don't want to leave at all. But I feel like me, me leaving me passing away with my child being 20 versus me passing away when my child is 40 or 50 is completely different. Right. So um, but like I said, so Rashanti, like there are some days where I'm like, I know I want to ring first and then a baby. But it's some days where I'm like, okay, maybe we just go ahead and have this baby first, though, because that's when that that jacket, that jacket is coming. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well get no younger. Think like so, like, look, okay, look, I'm baby. I know you want to marry me. <laughs> maybe we should just go ahead and have a kid now, though, because because um, I'm I'm these knees ain't getting better, mm-hmm. and I just I get. Getting sleepy around eight o'clock, so this and I'm starting to get hot flashes. <laughs> so I don't know how long this is gonna be. <laughs> yeah, like right. So it's like, all right, so you're trying to get it together. But if they, if I'll say this, if they, if she's happy, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's not even like if you like it, I love it, right? If you like it, I like it. Like, you know if, who if you like Nelly, it, Nelly is happy? I ain't seen Nelly that's happy. It, we talked about him in the segment on the Grammys. Oh, I think that's all a, of them cheese, all, all, all of them, all the teeth. Or yeah, I think it's a fall over him being happy in general. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they called him a veneer expert. <laughs> I mean, all of his he has been every picture that I've seen with him, I've seen him recently, all of those teeth are showing. Mm-hmm. All of them. So again, if y'all are happy in in what you have, who the fuck are we to say anything? Right. Again, like about a marriage, about whatever, right? About spending the block. It's the look on their faces. Right. Like and sometimes it is about the look on someone's face when you see them next to somebody. Right. How their face lights up. Mm-hmm. Right. When they're when they're talking about that person, whatever. Right. And if he makes her smile, like if she makes him smile like that and she's happy. Hey, we just anything. who's more mad, though, from this is my one of my last questions here for the show. Who's more mad, Irv Gotti or Ali? Irv. Yeah, Earth. Earth. Ali was just mad when the when the rest of the ticks pulled up to perform. <laughs> <laughs> like you scoundrels. <laughs> well, he called. He said, "Dancing with the devil." Yeah. Look, if <sighs> it, so, how long is it before Earth Gotti comes out with an interview talking about it was some bullshit where she did getting pregnant by this St. Louis nigga? Like, how long do we have before he comes out with an interview on Drink Champs or something with that? Right now, Herb has been um, laying at his house crying, listening to (laughs) I Wish by Carl Thomas Thomas. for uh, the past couple of weeks. 
Um, it's, it, he needs a minute. He's upset. Um, think about it. Carl Thomas was real pissed off that that woman wouldn't leave her husband. And that is like he was what about, what about me? Um, <laughs> Herb, and like I said, as, as Shanti said, Herb was like, she's like, we, she's like, like he was married, like we messed around for like that small time, but like he was what? like, we only messed around. He's <laughs> like, she's kind of like, but what, like, why are you mad at me now? Like, why are you bringing this up now? Like, it's legit, like that dude that you know. You let uh you know uh, touch you, you know, like you know uh feel your boob or something in the sixth grade, and he's still holding on to that. That is, it, or you could take a little further. This the, the the lame dude you gave some pussy to. You didn't know he was lame until after you gave him some pussy. You did not know that he was lame <laughs> until after you gave him some pussy, and that's when hey. you found out this nigga lame as fuck, and... He's still running around talking about he hit, but that was 20 years he ago. he's still telling everybody that she hit. It's like, nigga, like... Like, okay, nigga, like, so... Like, okay, you, like, you got me in 2001. Like, you... Two different lifetimes. Like, I've changed every five to ten years. Like, you low-key pulled me in 2001. We was like, I was still asking to drive my mom's car. Nigga, like, hello? <laughs> like, we was fucking on an air mattress in your mama basement in 01. <laughs> and you want to bring this shit up today? You need to be ashamed. You need to quit telling people that story. Actually, what you need to do. It makes you look bad. If right, it makes you look bad. Like, I mean, okay, like, yeah, like, okay, yes. But when Stacey, when I was in 2001, I went home to do, like, okay, like, Long time ago, I've lived a whole different life since then. But uh, yeah, Herb is pissed. Herb over there, like he just he need somebody needs to console him. Like he needs to, you know. <laughs> somebody need to console him. Oh, something. Like yeah, oh, um, Herb, it's, it's gonna be all right, Herb. I don't think so, man. Herb ain't Herb gonna make a dish the the hardest dish track. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand this bitch. <laughs> and this how she do me. Go back to the same dude. You don't go and back to the same messing around. You gonna go back to the same nigga. Like, yeah. So you really love this nigga, huh? So you must really love him. That's exactly the conversation. You must really love this nigga. Now, I heard you pregnant and shit. How your mama doing? I seen a picture of your mama the other day. Oh, he got you. He got you, huh? <laughs> no, no, he's like he's like how, how the pregnancy going. I just want to make sure the baby is healthy. You know what I'm saying? That's the most important thing about all this. No, right, yeah, it's it's holiday time. The the text message is coming. Oh, uh, he gonna send some diapers. Yeah, it's gonna be a diaper like them them future text messages. That's what's about to happen to Ashanti. Exactly. That's coming. The holidays is coming. And you gonna like you know uh, tell your mama. I said some uh, diapers because we don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. Right. <laughs> I was, watching the game. I was watching the game the other day, and you know, you know, I was watching, you know, I know how much your dad used to love football on Sundays, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I know he was probably watching too. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> your mama used to make them wings. Say your mama, you know, like I miss her cooking, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, do, do, women, do women do that same thing? That they said the equivalent of that, like that. Um... It's, it's hey, big head. <laughs> it's the hey. Um, <laughs> The my official response is yes, we do. Um, how Stacy does it is I'll send you a reel 
or a meme or something that I know you'll laugh at or like an inside joke between the two of us, that's my end. Okay. That's okay. You know what I'm talking about, man? I, I know your mom liked the, uh, the Philharmonic and everything. I saw a commercial for the, uh, for the St. Louis Symphony and it made me think about, about mm-hmm. you. Like nah, I'll, like I'll 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 do that. Uh, do a, a reel or something or like a meme. It's something that again, like an inside joke between two me and you. And I'd be like, yeah, just just like like sometimes you send it with a caption and be like, solace and I thought of you, or you just send it just with, 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 with your own little laughing emoji, just so you could be like, I was laughing at this. Now you laugh at it, right? So it Thank seems you. it seems Thank real you. innocent. Thank like you know, just in case his wife is reading this shit or something like that. But then. <laughs> Uh, you just like that's how you get that's your that's your end. Now, Stacy, the type she said it was like, tell your mom with them chicken wings back on sale for a dollar a pound. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That <laughs> <laughs> is me. That is me. Hey. Like, look, I was just at Schnooks the other day, and they had Crash My Ham on sale. And I know your mama loved it. Holidays coming up till they go down there and get. <laughs> yeah, so that is definitely me. Like I said, I'll, I, I'll slide in in just random ways to, to to able to get your attention. It all seems like it's legit, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. But that was my that was my old life. Um, as a half married woman now. Um, I do not do those things anymore. If my husband is watching this, I do not um, send DMs and reels to men at all. <laughs> Zero tolerance. Not May me, change. no sir. Not May me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all ain't gonna get me set up and, and caught up and cussed out. No sir. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening. As always, Stacy, where can people hit you up at? Um, you can reach me at Stacy Adams on all social networks, Stacy with the E, Adams with the Z, or you can find me on at Stacy Reads the Bible. Like that really <laughs> is a real thing. Like, so um, you can go there and watch me talk about new Bibles that I just bought or um just other stuff. But I really am talking about Jesus and the Bible. So if you're looking for other content, it's not there because I'm talking <laughs> about Jesus and the Bible. The Bible. Since the thing Stacy reads the Bible, right? Like, hence the name Stacy reads the Bible. So, like, I just don't want people to get there and be like, "Man, all she was talking about, she was talking about Moses." Yeah. She ain't giving no word. My grandma over here dying. I'm trying to get the word. <laughs> I do not. Uh, I'm currently not taking prayer requests. I'm the world. Like, I'm the world's worst prayer. So, like, I don't. We don't. I don't do that. I do not. Like, man, I'm trying to get some prayers, and she's talking about <laughs> Jesus. Moses was 100 years old. That's <laughs> me. It's me talking about like, yeah. Why was like, why was he 200 some years old when he died? That's crazy. Why was the Israelites straight tripping? Like that's hey, they, they be on Hall's Ferry in front of Quick Trip tripping every day. <laughs> Not those Israelites you're talking about. Oh, that. <laughs> I thought they were some cute dogs at first. I'm like, why are you over at Quick Trip, man? With the, with the Wonder Woman bracelets on. Yeah, man. They look like Power Rangers. <laughs> hey, man. Me and Javon had this sketch once we wrote the. Uh, <laughs> 
it, like it was a dude thinking he was going to go play his cue, but he went to the wrong room and it was the black Israel like, room. <laughs> but he thought he was going to like the cue informational, but he took the wrong he went left instead of right. <laughs> he went to the wrong room. Made wrong same turn. Colors, they had the same color zone. Right. That's that was the whole point. Like he's like, man, I got Don't everything to do. Thing. I got my bracelet. <laughs> that is I'm dying. So, yeah. So if I refer to the Israelites on my page, I'm not talking about the uh, the black Israelites, the people on the, the dudes that look like the angry cues. I'm not talking about them. The angry cues. I was talking about, you know, God chosen people, Abraham, Isaac, and and Jacob. Oh, God chosen people. That's the thing you don't. The know. Hebrews. Man. That's right. That's why we all God chosen people. So that's what I. No, we all black people are God's chosen people. Oh my God, I need. Let me say this: I cannot wait to get this clip because. <laughs> 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 I was saying the music. I was fearing. <laughs> hey, Where Where you know <laughs> man, hit me up everywhere. Cool ass guy. <laughs> <laughs> This was the highlight of my evening. This, I promise it was. Like I just, I've been might become last might two be days. For I me after this. Yeah, I might not clip this. I don't know. It <laughs> might come will, for me after this. But it's, it's, I will clip it. It's fine. Like I will. <laughs> It'll be on the ether and download the video. Off of, like, like I will. They, I will take. I will download it off of YouTube. I have a, I have a 4K downloader thing. I will do that, and then I will clip it in Adobe Premiere Pro. I don't care. Like, this will be my project for tomorrow. They, they clip whatever. Like, that just, that just tickled the shit out of me. Like, I got tears in my eyes. I can't even focus. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thank y'all for listening. As always. All right. Y'all.